Okay, uh, I honestly have to say that I first became interested in interpreting the Bible in high school. Um, I was a Youth for Christ cruiser all four years of high school, and throughout that time was memorizing at least two books of the Bible every year. Um, and I found myself becoming very interested uh, in terms of what it meant, and also had nobody who ever told me what it meant. Uh, nobody ever taught me how to interpret the Bible, or even that it was all that important to understand the Bible correctly. Um, and so from that time, I got very, very interested in the issues of interpretation. Um, I felt uh, throughout high school called into actually mission work first. And so I, I went to uh, Fort Wayne Bible College and uh, also Taylor University, but I was preparing myself for missions and, uh, and also for pastoral training. Those are my two majors. And in that became even more interested as I took more and more Bible classes and realized that the meaning of the Bible mattered and that it mattered that in a very real sense I get it right. So from that time on, really questions of interpretation have, I, I have to say, dominated my life. Uh, I pastored two churches, one in Ohio, one in Illinois, and during that time became even more and more convinced that people desperately need to understand the Bible. First of all, I, I really do want to talk a bit about grammatical historical because it is the core of everything. There are so many methods that have been coming up to replace them, like narrative criticism and social rhetorical, uh, but I find that all of them have value only when they are used to supplement grammatical historical. Um, the, the big fads in recent years have been just these two. Uh, the whole aspect of uh, narrative, which is taking kind of a fictive approach, that is assuming that the, uh, the Bible stories are nothing but stories, and that therefore what really matters is what kind of, uh, of, of setting, what kind of uh, reader response there might be, and, and various other things. But I find that all of them become nothing more than subjective, interesting, uh, almost empty ideas unless they're based upon the grammatical score, which is, the, again, the meaning that God intended in the text. Uh, another one that's becoming very, very popular now um, is the issue of uh, what's called theological interpretation of Scripture, which tends to look at Scripture through the eyes of the church fathers, look at Scripture through the eyes of regular today, and tries to take what's called a consciously Trinitarian approach. And there are various ways that that is being done as well. And there are some within that movement who are uh, really denying that there is any true meaning in a text. And so therefore, all of that they want to do is to look at the text through the eyes of the early church. But in, again, without Scripture being interpreted properly, that I think they will, all of these schools I found, uh, last for about 20 years. I mean, I think the whole history of criticism from the beginning of the 19th century until now the longest any school has lasted has been 50 years, and the vast majority of them last about 20 years and then fade into the next one. And uh, deconstruction, for instance, is a good example of the whole postmodern approach. It was became very popular about the mid-80s, but especially in the early 90s. And by uh, really within the last even decade, it has become less and less influential. And so I find that all of these various schools, these various approaches, last for a little while, but unless they're grounded in the God-given meaning of Scripture, they have no value.
I find that to be uh, an incredibly exciting question for me, primarily because that's just what I've been doing lately. Um, a year ago, I, I taught biblical interpretation at Willow Creek Community Church for about six weeks, actually nine weeks. And right now, I'm teaching over a period of three months, I'm teaching biblical interpretation uh, at the class I teach in my local church. So I've done it often. Uh, for about 20 years, I've been, I've been teaching it, maybe more, maybe 25. And I sometimes have had like a, um, a Saturday seminar where I have four sessions, four one-and-a-half-hour sessions. And uh, what I'm calling it in my church is Bible study methods for spiritual growth. Um, and I find that lay people desperately want to learn how to interpret Scripture. Um, I just have done the first two at my own church, and people are, are really excited and really uh, looking forward to the other sessions. And uh, we just did, like last week, we just did the issue of context and how to bring context into meaning. And also we even did a little bit on grammar. And I found the lay people to be very, very interested. Uh, this coming Sunday, I'm doing word studies. So I really do take uh, what we would do in seminary, but I take it down to the lay level, and lay people want to be taught. They're excited about learning how to look more deeply at the meaning of the words in the biblical text. So um, I, I find that it goes very well. You, obviously, I avoid all the technical language, but almost everything I say, like let's say in a seminary context, I was saying a local church without the language, and uh, people eat it up. Obviously, the primary life lesson is the simple fact that we get to know God through His Word. That God has inspired, and really the primary one is, is the simplest. The Bible is the Word of God. But if I really believe it's the Word of God, and what I've discovered, and, and having taught in this field for about 35 years, every year I, I become more deeply excited about calling the Bible the Word of God, and then explaining what that means. Because what it means is God has spoken to me through His inspired Word. It's God's voice. It's God's one single communication to us. And therefore, the primary life lesson that I have is to try and center all of my lifestyle, my decisions, my daily life, the way I conduct myself, to try to conduct it on the principles that derive from the Word. I mean, another life lesson that I've also learned is that uh, the greatest joy I have is not just in learning how to study the Bible for myself, it's also in teaching others to get excited about the Bible. And to me, that is the single thing I am most excited about. I've, I often say that if I were to dedicate my life to one single thing, that is for the rest of my life, it would be bringing the Bible back into the churches and getting the Bible to become central in the lives, in the preaching, and in the teaching of the churches. I can't think of anything that's more important. I can't think of anything that's more exciting. I, I just, I taught again, I, I just finished a session on the parables, again at Willow Creek. And I am completely excited by seeing how lay people are hungry for the Word. By seeing how people are hungry. So to me, the primary life lesson is the joy that I have in bringing people into the depths of the Word.